Hey, what's up, friend? It is Sam Altieri. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am a coach and an author and a speaker, and I am so stoked you're here to help you heal your relationship with food and your body. If you've ever struggled with your weight, with body image, with food, you are in the right place. It is something that I struggled with for years and years and years, and after helping hundreds of women overcome their food and body image struggles, you are next. I am so stoked to bring you all the strategies, all the tools all the mindset work to help you feel confident in your body again so you can take your life back be unstoppable be confident be a freaking badass because that's what you truly are and this podcast is exactly for you i'm so stoked to bring it to you and i'm so grateful you are here now let's dive into the episode and i'm so excited to see you transform Hey friend, so this week's episode is actually a recording of a coaching call that I had with one of my clients and she came to me and she was feeling just like a little bit frustrated because she was noticing so much anxiety and fear in her life, whether it be through work or relationships or family stuff and she noticed that like her response was naturally to just like eat and so we unpacked this default autopilot response and helped her come up with a new strategy. And so if you struggle with anxiety or stress or fear or that kind of feeling of like tightness in your chest and it's so uncomfortable to bear that you may just like go to the kitchen and eat, this episode is going to be for you. I'm really excited to share some of the strategies that we work through together. We work through in order to take action towards your goal instead of feeling like, I just can't get it together, right? Um, And a lot of that has to do with mindfulness and noticing emotions, noticing sensations, noticing what your body's actually telling you instead of just like dismissing it and shoving it down and, and then moving on with your life and feeling bad. So I'm really excited for you to tune into this episode. I know it's going to help you so much and let's dive in right now. So tell me, since our last call, we dug in pretty deep and you were kind of unpacking some patterns and stuff um and breath work um what have you been noticing yeah i think um i think i just kind of rallied more and more around that being the place i gotta fix meaning if i think back to every break of you know and not not a not saying breaking a diet but breaking like a string of you know, kind of healthy behaviors and all the kind of things that, you know, to strive for. The one thing that always is kind of botted off track is that fight or flight moment and then mm-hmm. panicking and just not being able to, and trying to deal with it, I guess you'd say, in the easiest way possible. And that was kind of to go back into the old easy easy behaviors. So I think the more I thought about it, the more I kind of got really kind of excited in a way of being able to, like, at least – not find a quote-unquote fix, but at least find a sore spot that, like, if 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 you spend time to do the work there, that, like, that could, that's the longevity piece of it. So I did the breath work. I, like, I'm down with it. I just, I feel like you got to do that more than twice before I have an opinion about it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. It was really weird. Like, I thought, I thought it was going to be more like, I thought it was going to be more like a meditation thing where they kind of guide you through it, and it was kind of, like, just breathe in and then out twice and then like you're supposed to do that forever. Mhm. Yeah. So, like like, like it just was it underwhelming for you? 
like you're like what's what like why is nothing happening right now yeah like i wanted to like be lifted from my body and like immediately <laughs> cured and then like all this this person who was just like totally down with like whatever i wanted to do and i was like hypnotized and better but like i kind of was just like how much longer do you do this for yeah yeah totally so how many times have you practiced like breathing. the intentional like breathing yeah twice. i did tw- i did twice i did a uh, that like first audio thing, like the the initial starter audio, and I did some like YouTube's of mm-hmm. breathing. So I did it. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So this is a tool that it's very underwhelming to start. Um, and what I mean by that is like you, pro- some people do experience like I would say like quote unquote like immediate results, meaning like they can feel a difference. But I would say the majority of people that I've talked to about it and I've and from my own experience, it was not until continued repetition yeah. of breathwork as a practice, which is why it's called pra- like a practice, in order for you to actually change how you respond. I mean, it's like going to the gym, right? The first time you're just like, what am I doing? And then when mm-hmm. you like get into a pattern, you feel stronger, then you're like, oh, I can, you know, these things are just now learned. So I, I get the, I get it. It's just like, odd work to put in laying there you know (laughs) it's so counter to like everything society teaches you which is like go 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 do 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 just keep working out more and it's like (laughs) I I wasted so much time watching tv but for some reason spending a half hour doing that is just somehow not a good use of time you know what I mean like it's like oh you could do that but I could watch tv for six hours and not give a shit like what I was doing so like (laughs) yeah I you know like I like my brain still kind of has to get there but I do think I do think that, um, you know, kind of, you know, thinking about how if my brain can trigger fear to, and I can have a physical response from that, then this is, this, this makes sense to figure out for the long term, because if my brain can make my body feel like that, then my breathing should be able to make my brain do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I just really think that if I can find a way to fix that feeling or find a way to deal with that feeling in the moment of, holy shit, I'm panicked, there's a stress involved, is it work stress, is it family stress, but there's, like, I feel attacked by something, whatever that something might be, like, how do I yeah. slow this moment down and not give up, like, the one month of good behaviors that I just had and just go straight into having a drink, eating a carb, just because it's just, not because I'm choosing to do that action, but I just don't know what else to do, so I just shove it in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you, it's so uncomfortable that you just have to shove it down rather than, like, facing it and knowing what to, quote-unquote, like, do with it. Yeah, I, but, like, if I look back, like, that's where I've always had, like, some sort of, it's usually work, I mean, just by nature of, like, feeling flustered. Like, you know, like yeah. I don't have, like, family relationships that trigger that for me. Like, it's kind of more like a work interaction or a work situation or a work conflict that yeah. does it. And so if I like in the breath work kind of seems like, right. Like if you have a conflict, of course I'd want to like lay down on a pillow and like breathe before I told someone to F off, but like that's (laughs) not going to happen. But like, at least if this is like a, you know, like kind of the, the working out analogy of saying like, okay, if you know how to go through the motions, you could do it quickly in the bathroom and come out and then be ready to deal with it in a different way, you know? Um, Totally. Yeah. It seems, it seems I'm, I'm totally psyched about, the application of it and the end result of it. Yep. But I've only done it twice, so I'm not, like, giving up on it. It's just a little bit like, well, what do I do here? Do I just lay here all day? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would suggest, I'll send you over a resource for this, but um, something I've been practicing recently too is what's called like, it's a type of breath work. It's called like four, seven, eight breathing. And it's basically, um, you, you can do this just like anywhere. You can do it seated, standing, walking, whatever, where you breathe in for four seconds, you hold it in for seven, and then you breathe out for eight. And you can just do that for like a series of four. It'll take you like 30 seconds or some shit. And it literally helps your nervous system to just chill yep. the F out. And Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's like so, oh my God, like we have this really incredible tool that's built into our bodies to help us regulate that we're like, we got to just get all these things external to us and thought it's like no 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 you have this beautiful tool it's called the breath but we and we just alter it in a way that's intentional and it helps to tap into that that not the fight or flight right like the oh okay I'm safe here so that you are in that freeze and like freak out moment so yeah what if we start using that as a tool when we're anxious or stressed or about to say fuck off to a coworker. Yeah. So it's four, four in, seven yep. hold, eight out. Yep. Yeah. yeah you no, just do it like, I, like three or four times in a row. Yeah. I mean, it's like I, I, indirectly, like before, like if I had to public speak, like I would hold my breath for six seconds. I don't know. I just made it up in my head why I do it for six seconds. I don't know why I did that, but like there yeah. is a sense of relief when you do that. It's like it's a little bit of like a balloon popping situation, but I, I yeah. do. I've, I felt that in the past, like that kind of leaking out of like the butterflies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's practice that. How can you um, how can you remember to practice this? Uh, that's a fair point. Um, I think, I think now, I think now that I'm smart enough to identify that fight or flight feeling where like, now I know that I need to be conscious about my next step. And if Mm -hmm. I have something to replace it with, I think now I'll be, I think, I think having the tool is important. And I think even like kind of one more layer of that is knowing when you need the tool. So I feel like now that I've like thought about this and like noticed that that's like a pivotal point that yep. having it, I'll use it. Yeah. Okay. So how, um, what does this sensation feel like in your body? Like how are you alerted that it's happening? Oh, it's like a, Oh shit moment. It's like your heart rate goes up. I turn red, like a, like thermometer. Um, I start sweating. <laughs> your heart yep. rate goes crazy. Your brain starts going crazy. And it's like a, it's like, and we talked about this before, it's like someone is trying to physically kick the shit out of me, but it's like not that in any manner. Like for some reason yeah. my body has tricked itself to like not get eaten by a bear and it's literally talking to someone on the phone who made me mad. Like, you know, like it's not, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very physical like feeling of fear and like, I think all those same kind of things, you know, like your heart rate speeds up, your breath starts getting a little heavy, you start to sweat, you st- like it's like someone's coming after you. So like mm-hmm. it's a very physical trigger as well as it is like your brain kind of going haywire. Yes, exactly. So that what you're describing is fear. And like fear, fear feels different for everybody. For me, it feels like, have you ever been on a roller coaster? I hate that. I hate that feeling like nobody's business. Yeah, that is the feeling that I experience when I am scared. 
Um, even if the thing I quote unquote shouldn't be scared about, like it's fine. That's my body's first reaction. And then because I know that feeling, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm freaking out a little bit. And I, I do some talking and I do some breathing. And the more I've done that, like it used to, for example, I think one thing in particular I can, um, I like that is very relevant for me right now is, um, when I had a really like shitty relationship with money, whenever yeah. I would get an email that's like oh, yeah. anything to do with money or bills or PayPal or whatever the fuck, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would immediately be like, oh fuck, oh fuck, like what happened? Like what did I do? Am I going to go broke? Like that was my deepest, darkest fear that was like, holy shit, am I, did I overdraft? Did I, you know, whatever. I used, and, I used to get drugs to pay my American Express bill. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? right, like, right, I because like it's that feeling. It's that like yeah. the same thing. It's like holy shit, I don't have ten thousand dollars right now just to pay this, and but I have like eighteen pairs of shoes I can stare at while I do this. So I used to just get drunk, <laughs> then open the app, and then pay it without looking, and then just close the app. Like exactly, it's almost like a scale thing. Like if I don't see yeah. it, it's not happening. If I don't, I yeah, don't it, but like I, it's so it's the, it's the same. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and that's your avoidant attachment pattern that we've talked about, yeah. right? Like, it's easier to avoid looking at it than it is to face it. But the yeah. longer you avoid looking at it, the bigger and more scary it becomes. And the yeah. only way out of that is to just take ownership and fucking accept, like, oh, shit, I am here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's and, – and, you know, and the thing about it is quarantine has almost even exacerbated it. Uh huh. Because you're not you're not pressed with these daily. I'm, I mean, I haven't buttoned a pair of pants in four months. You know, or six months at this point. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's even it's even. I think it's almost made it worse for me because I haven't been able to like, or I haven't been forced to face normal kind of things that would suggest like. So I'm even avoiding even more. Yeah. Totally. It's not weird. It's just your pattern. Yeah. So now that you know the pattern. The only way to break free of it is to, first of all, have the awareness. And then secondly, be like, okay, I'm here, wherever here is. Got to just accept it. You don't have to love it, but you have to accept it. And just like, okay, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm thriving. And now I have my goal, and I'm going to start to get to work instead of spending energy hiding from it. <laughs> yeah, well, you sent me that thing a while back. It's like the same kind of stages of divorce. wasn't? Isn't that what you sent me? Like, um. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it really was, it, I mean, it was a different application of the, you know, kind of, um, you know, slide. Of that right? concept. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, it kind of does, it still kind of brings, you know, kind of very similarly uh, to this process. So that was kind of, um, you know, kind of interesting to see. Yeah, totally. So that fear, right, that feeling of fear, when I get any notification now in my email about money, the feeling has probably lessened to like, if it was at a hundred before, it's probably at like a 10 now. And I notice the ping. I, I acknowledge the feeling and then I'm like, I'm good. I am good. And it's just like, you constantly just get yourself, the your body, your actual physical body more and more accustomed to the thing. So that yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. scary anymore. And for you, it's the same thing. It's just acknowledging the fear that happens, whether the fear manifests as anxiety or anger or, like, perceived threat or whatever, and being like, okay, am I safe? 
or am I okay? Am I going to be fine? <laughs> What's yeah. the worst case scenario? And then breathing your way through it, like using the body to move the emotion, not using your head because your head will just be like, you're not safe. Fuck that. You should have a drink. You should have, you should go eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, the. It, I feel like, um, I feel like too, like finding, you know, what's probably an interesting exercise is like finding on, you know, is it on one of those apps? I don't know what the answer is, but finding like a five minute meditation thing where like you could just throw your headphones in and go walk around the block. You know what I mean? Like that yep. finding a finding a five minutes that works. I don't know what working implies for me, you know, through that, but like at least doing some investigating and like having it all ready. So you're not like, holy shit, I'm panicking. I need to go find a breathwork video. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to happen. Like, let's be very honest with ourselves. But if it's already readily available and you have kind of like a folder on my phone or something, you know what I mean? To be like, oh, you're freaking out. Let's do this checklist. You know, like if you just know to go to the checklist, then you can at least like have a plan while you have a rational head. And then hopefully that like speaks to your freaked out self. Yeah, exactly. So like preventing what could be an issue rather than like responding to whatever the issue is. Um, so you, so you have this like toolbox that you're creating, right? Like you have your nest, which is like, okay, I, I have my chill spot in my home. Uh, you have the breath that goes with you everywhere, which is awesome because you don't have to pay for anything. You don't have to do anything. It's just you already. It's like built, it's a built in feature, pretty fucking epic. <laughs> and then it's just making the conscious choice to be like, in those moments, if we aren't aware in time, our body will just default to like that autopilot kind of like, okay, I'm going to eat or drink unless you are making that conscious choice to be like, wait, I have other tools in my toolbox. I can go it's for like, a walk. You know, what, it, or I can you know what it's like? It's like suffering through hot yoga. I love it at the end and I kind of like it in some spots, but, but for the most part, I'm like, why am I doing this right now? Like I'm not flexible. Like everything hurts. And like mm-hmm. my body's in weird spots, but like all you all you do is just do what they say and get to the end because you know you're gonna feel like a champ at the end. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna feel rested, recharged, but like the whole process isn't the most fun. But it's it's kind of worth it at the end. So it's you know it's, I I find it interesting in that manner. But. Yeah. Well, isn't that the case for all things that are hard? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like the whole journey, <laughs> like yeah, the doing the work part. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like where I want someone to pay all my bills, and then I just, I'm spending right now. Like I like have 18 jobs and a, and a dad with a trust fund. Like my spending right now would suggest that I'm just like killing it at this at this stage in my life. But I'm not. I'm just having issues buying necklaces. <laughs> okay, so, so is that something that is a stress response? I think it's one of those things where, like, when your pants don't fit how you want, like, necklaces always fit. (laughs) How weird is that? No, that's, I mean, you're finding the next best thing, but also (laughs) you're spending time on something that is actually distracting you from the actual action that needed to be taken on the call. That's 100% right, yeah. I'm not, like, like a a stylist over here. Like, just 100% just wasting my time. (laughs) <laughs> okay so not that I, not, I, haven't got, I haven't gotten dressed in six months but i have a necklace for literally every outfit for the rest of 2020 for every day of 2020 yeah, yeah, um, yeah I'm good. <laughs> okay so 
now that we've kind of unpacked this, right, we've unpacked the, some fear, we've unpacked breathing, um, how and, and like what is the next thing or what is a way basically that you are going to get in your own way? Like how do you perceive that you are going to limit yourself from now until the next few weeks? What could go wrong? Um I think, I think, I think for me, and like for some reason, I for for some reason like, so like this whole process has so many like wheels like spokes on a wheel right like, and I feel like if I do like really good really well at one thing like oh I breathe every day or however you say you do breath work, that it's like oh that's cool like I kind of worked out my food wasn't great but like I did breath work, so I feel like kind of making one a focus as well as like not messing the other ones up and like allowing myself to like be good at one spoke and bad at six of them. You know what I mean? Like but just because I did really well at one and kind of okay at two that like the other six break down. Like I think they all kind of have to like go together in a circle and you can't just like have like one good week of breathing and a bad week of eating and then cause that's still treating your body like shit, you know, like. Yeah. So maybe it's about prioritizing. Yeah. I think yeah. So I think that 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 to me is something where I feel like I could be like, oh hell yeah, like I made so much breathing progress, but then like I'm eating pizzas, you know, like it's like okay, yeah, like, yeah. So like focusing on make, the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And I and I think kind of like keeping it as an aggregate because like sometimes I feel like it gets complicated, right? Like, uh, steps, working out, eating right. You got to breathe now. Then you got you know like it just it starts to make it feel like a chore and it's. I, you know, I don't want it to go that route. It, I want it, it's an energizing process. It's not a, you know, energy draining thing, but I feel like it might start to be a lot of boxes. Totally. Yeah. So how do we get the tool to just feel like something you're choosing to use and not that you have to do? Yeah. 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 yeah something like that. Okay. So I guess in terms of like stepping back, right, if we're, um, for the next month, let's just say, let's map out some like clear goals for you. Mm-hmm. Um, number one priority is being mindful of your calorie intake. That is number one. I don't care if you don't get off the couch for the next four weeks, you will still burn calories just existing as a human. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But your goal of being healthier, right, and having better habits, right, is first of all, just being mindful of what you put in your body. What's the, like, nourishment that you're putting in, right? So that's just awareness before every meal. What does that look like? What types of foods make you feel really good after you eat them? Eat more of those. What types of foods make you feel sluggish and heavy and icky after you eat them? Eat less, less of those. Yeah. And then together, cumulatively, that becomes what you eat, right? Like, just like 20 minutes before getting on this call with you, I had uh, two cups of Captain Crunch because I was craving crunchy, sugary cereal. And I was like, yeah, I want that, right? It's worth it for me to have that today. And earlier I had a salad and tonight I'll probably have some sort of like burrito bowl thing. 
Like, it all evens out. But at the end of the day, my calorie requirements are still met, right? Yeah. Like, that's a worth it for me. So that's numero uno, right? Because if you are putting crap into your body, you're going to feel like crap. That's it. And then secondly, navigating the difference between the emotional and physical hunger. Well, I should say, actually, there's probably four types of hunger. you got your physical hunger, which is like, you know, you can actually feel that in your body, right? You're like, it's that hollowness in your stomach. Mm -hmm. You have the emotional hunger of, hmm, I'm having a bad day, or... Mm, my coworker just really pissed me off or mm, yeah. whatever I'm going to eat. That's the emotional hunger. And then you have the mental hunger, which can be basically, it can be something like, Oh, I should eat right now because it's dinner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I should have breakfast. Like any of those shoulds, that's the mental hunger of like dieting culture, conditioning, society, things anyone told you. Only you know when your body is hungry. Like, that's it. Yeah. Plain and simple. Just you and hunger. You guys, are, you guys are friends. You guys are hanging out, you and your body. So getting super, just being aware of, like, why are you eating? Are you eating because you feel like you should? Are you eating because it's, your body is actually hungry? Yeah. Um, no, I, and I, I fall into the trap of, like, Oh, it's eight. Oh, it's eleven. You know what I mean? Like I, so I do, I do for, I do do that. So that's um, you know, uh, definitely. You do do. do. Good sh- I do. I do do. I do do the do do that you do the voodoo that you do the voodoo. Uh, but I do do the do do. Um, yeah, yeah like so I, 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 you're I, eating based on the clock. Yeah, and like, and it's kind of like a work thing too, because it like just breaks up the day. So I think also finding. Like, uh, not to just keep, you know, belaboring breath work or whatever it is, but, like, the work-from-home environment now is pretty cool where I can take three minutes to lay down and do something that's kind of resetting Mm -hmm. and internal versus, oh, I I need to go get lunch just because I need to go get up. You know, like, a lot of times it was just, like, I want a break right now, so I a break, you could only break to eat is the environment of I, how, like, I work on a trading desk, so it's just, like, doesn't yeah. lend itself to like having like, we don't have a lunch hour we just like sit there all day except for when you get lunch otherwise it's anticipated that you should be sitting there um, yeah so you know that kind of is uh you know taking at least advantage of it while we have it now and kind of maybe you know is that getting a tea and a, or a coffee instead of a lunch and then eating it too I've never eaten past noon in my life like lunch is either at like 11 or 12 from mm. the sheer clock of it yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, this is going to be a fun experiment for you. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> so I want somehow, you... Somehow I don't think so, but I'm going <laughs> to go with you on this. Well, it'll be, an aware, it'll be awareness for you. Okay. So, like, Monday, when you work, um, map out... Like, what time do you start work? Uh, 6, 6.45. Okay, and what time do you work till? Uh, 6, 6.30. You work for 12 hours? Yeah. Jesus Christ, girl. All right. Okay, so we're working for 12 hours. So I want I got, you... I got I to buy my necklaces. What do you think I do? <laughs> Shit. All right, that's, that's, a, that's a call for another day. Um, so every hour on the hour from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., I want you to rate your hunger 1 through 10. 
Okay, okay. Every hour, rate hunger one through ten. Like, okay. Yep. So one being I'm not hungry at all. Ten being I'm going to eat my arm off. Okay. Ten is death. <laughs> one is Chris Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then do and I then, only eat if I get to like eight? So what the day one, I just want you to do that. Just be aware. You don't need to change anything yet. All right. Then at the end of that day, at the end of Monday, just to see where you were the hungriest. Like just notice when you were the hungriest. Eat your normal meals just as you would at the 8 o'clock, the 11 o'clock, the whatever o'clock. Right. But just notice kind of what happens. Okay. The following day, Tuesday, I want you to do the same thing. Break your hunger, one through ten. I want you to do this for a week and just start to see if you notice a trend. Right? Are you eating when you're actually not hungry, but you're just eating out of habit and out of the space that you've made in your work? Yeah. Right? Like, what's the relationship to you and hunger? Or is there not one right now? Yeah, my guess is I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that I I don't let myself get hungry. Mm, yeah. Like are you anticipating so talk to me more about what your relationship with hunger is like. If it was a if it was a relationship, if you were in a relationship with this thing called hunger, what would it be like? Funky question. Um uh did I meet it on Bumble? I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I get it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I my breath. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, my I love this. My relationship with hunger. I don't know. I guess, like, I would, I think I tried to, um, I guess I try to, like, tackle it before it happens. Like, it's, like mm. addressing it before it happens. Like, yeah. Like, a little avoidance. Just, like, ah. Like, why not? You know it's going to happen. Why don't you just do it now so you don't go through that, like, process, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you eat to prevent hunger. I think, I think so. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I normal. I thought about it. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to do the same thing. You either eat bigger meals to prevent hunger from happening sooner, um, or you eat before you're hungry to prevent hunger from happening. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that I think that I think um, that's also just like mindless decisions, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's almost like an out of body experience. Like you just get up and go get lunch, and then you sit back down, then you eat it. It's not like oh, I'm hungry, I should go eat soon. Like it's like a you're like a robot. So that's the the same response that you had with like the coworker that pissed you off and you wanted to yeah. you're like I want to say fuck you. Um, that's that it's the same thing. It's that you've been on yeah. autopilot with your with your yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. with food. Yeah, autopilot's the right word. You're exactly right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now we're so just bringing true. consciousness to this, and we do that by well, first of all, talking about it, and then when we start to put language to it. Like, you've never thought about it, so you've never had the language to think about it, because you're like, why would I have ever said I'm in a relationship with hunger <laughs> or fullness, <laughs> right? But now that you're like, oh, shit, 
Yeah, I actually am scared of it. And, like, if I was in a relationship with hunger, he would have left me a long ass time ago because I just avoid him all the time. Yeah, I don't want to see <laughs> Yeah, right. So <laughs> when we start getting a healthier relationship with hunger um, and fullness, like when to eat, when to stop, that is when we can turn back inwards and listen to our body, which our body is way smarter than our head at making food decisions. And we can actually give our body what it needs instead of eating because we feel like we should or because someone told me to or because all of these other things. Like, oh, it's the time. Right? It's like, no, maybe the time that you have to eat, but you may not actually be hungry. And in that case, if we're eating when we're not hungry, then that will prevent you from losing excess weight. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I hadn't thought about it like that, but I definitely think it's a um, uh, kind of ingrained behavior, ingrained timeline, or an ingrained something. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll do that. I'll write it down and see. I hope I'm, I hope I'm not like in a chew all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be quite honest, you may just be like generally overfeeding because you're just used to eating, right? So like. Your body is just like, yep, okay, I'm expecting all this food, right? Like, here we go. Yes. And when we start tapping into this and you start being like, hey, body, are you hungry? Or, like, what do you want right now? Like, you're really talking to it like it's your kid. Like, you're trying to put in some good stuff in there. Then it starts responding. It's like, oh, my God, you're listening, right? Like, and you actually kind of wake up those, like, hunger cues and fullness cues and all of the things that – we are born with <laughs> just working healthily. Same with the breath, right? It's like you get, you have your breath, you can tap into that. You have your hunger, you have your fullness, cravings, like all these things. And those are your body's processes for letting you know when to eat, what to eat, when to stop eating, what not to eat. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, I'm psyched about it. I'm not, I'm going to, I mean, I'll be interested. I think, I think, I think I'm going to know the answer, but you know, I'm going to, It'll be interesting, but I think it's going to be like 8 o'clock, level 1, because I just ate. Level 2, level 2, level 2, level 2, with 11 o'clock. Yeah, close to level 1, level 1 and a half. You know, like, it's, I think it's going to mirror that more than anything, but um, uh, yeah. that's a good thing to think about. Yeah. So let's just do that. We'll start experimenting um, and start being aware of the hunger. And then what we can do is start adjusting meal times, meal frequency, to actually match, like, the normal rhythms that your body goes through and, and knowing that what happens right now is going to change, say like in five years when you have a life, like when things change in your life, your hunger changes too. And your body is really smart about like adapting to that. So now that you know, you have the awareness, you can build out a system that works for you right now and then constantly being checking in with it and like practicing maintenance on it. Like, Hey, is everything still working? (laughs) Yeah, I gotta get my oil checked. <laughs> what do I got? What's uh, what's going on in there? <laughs> it's an oil change. You're like, am I, am I due? Like, am I, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that sounds good. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, how are you feeling after kind of digging into all of this and and creating some more awareness around the hunger? Uh, yeah, I I feel like um, you know, I uh. How do I feel? I feel like it kind of has almost taken a little pressure off to kind of like 
I, I feel like it's taking like a little bit of pressure off of you must, you know, restrict calories and work out to lose weight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's kind of embedded in so many different layers. It's like, well, hell yeah, that's why I've had not success with a lot of this stuff. It's like because you're doing it all fucked up. Like, you're not <laughs> eating all day and you're working out twice a day, and like you're doing well for two weeks, but you're not like you know, finding things that get you off track. I always thought that, like, you know, I'd have to stop drinking for the rest of my life to mm-hmm. um, to get there because booze was always the thing that, like, just kind of wrecked the, wrecked the good trend or trajectory. And I'm not saying that it's, like, good, but the, the reason I went to the eating and drinking is because of dealing with these other things you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I have I have had spouts of my life when it was productive not not productive is the wrong word but like it was just easy to maintain my weight you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I was active Mm -hmm. I was going out I was having you know drinks with friends and it wasn't causing me to go into a tailspin you know what I mean like so there were times to do that but then I was just had different schedule I had a different job it was just different stressors and it was just different kind of things I was dealing with but every time I I, I broke it was because of these different things so it's like kind of treating the right problem as opposed to just like thinking you to suffer to be able to be in a good spot yeah oh my god that's so beautiful (laughs) so we're like actually addressing the root here and not the like surface things which is like work out more eat these calories no you just got to try harder it's like no 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 like like I I felt really bad (laughs) yeah I felt really bad for like not losing a bajillion pounds during quarantine it's like the perfect storm right like you have no temptations Mm -hmm. you just hang out with yourself all day like how could you screw it up which I I mean like I didn't I I didn't lose 60 pounds in four in six months like I didn't do it but, like, I'm glad I didn't because if I would have done that, I would have gone right back into society and then just fucked it all up again because, like, I still didn't know that, like, being in the wild is, is way different than being <laughs> locked inside for months. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's a slower process. It's a, it's a grinding process. But I think that I'm not going to be, like, 45 letting some nitwit at work make me go into a tailspin and I grab a bagel. Like, hopefully not. If it is, it's going to be a long road but um uh, yeah no that's not your life so, anymore yeah so like, <laughs> I, like i'm just i'm just kind of psyched that it's not um instant gratification which is like what i struggle with like my job's very transactional my brain everybody's brain is not my brain's different than yeah. everybody's but everyone wants to like diet one day and then be Heidi Klum the next and it's like yeah. okay this is going to be like a little bit different um so it's a little bit hard in that capacity, but I feel like um, taking the time to kind of get to the bottom and then fix from there. Fix is a weird word, but um, you know, kind of rethink through things uh, is is going to be helpful. I have to believe. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, right? It's like anything. It's any um, sabotaging behavior, any pattern that's not serving you. Like we've talked about validation. We've talked about overworking. Like at some point those things did serve you because they got you to where you are. And like that, that pattern serves you until it doesn't. And then it's like, okay, thank you pattern. And I am going to work on not needing you to survive 
and to be able to just maintain my emotional state and to not lose my shit um, and to be able to go through life, which has a lot of fucking ups and downs, knowing that, yes, there's going to be times where I'm unhappy and sad and pissed off and frustrated, and that's normal. Um, and it's just like emotions are not a thing to be like scared of or to be, they're not, they don't make you weak. They just, they are, they're just there. They're there to teach you. And we have tools now and you have the tools in your, in yourself really that are built in that we can just start being aware to and unlearning patterns, like using our breath, uh, practicing detachment instead of avoidant attachment, right? Like starting to face the things and being like, Oh, it's actually not about doing anything else. It's about like letting go of old shit and letting go of the stories and letting go of all the things dieting culture has told you about how fast you should be losing weight or why you need to look better or you need to not eat carbs or whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. And it gets, or like you eat between these times and then every meal should be in between those times. It's like you're doing fucking quantum physics on when you're yeah. supposed to eat. It's like, I'm doing long division to know when the next time I can have a snack. Like, I don't know the hours. Like, I don't, like, the one I did, it was, like, every four hours, and then every two and a half, and then every 60 minutes, and I'm like, Jesus, like, I need, a, like, a clock, like, you know, just to draw out yeah. what you can do and when, and, like, that's not life, and I feel like when you get stuck to such a rigid, I think when you get stuck, for me personally, when I get stuck to such a rigid thing, that if I can't do it, and rigid eating when you're on the job and you're working is really hard, right? Like you've got meetings, you have things and it's like, Oh, if you have a meeting, then I was like a half hour ahead of the time. I didn't want to mess that up. Then I'd eat like later Then I was starving. And then like, it's not cool, man. And then when you, when you break it and you can't get there, it's such a failure. Then you just Mm -hmm. spiral again and got to dig yourself out. So like those kind of things just don't serve me very well. Maybe it helps someone, you know, who needs the kind of, you know, very rigid things to kind of help them guide them. But for me, it was just a cluster. Yeah, totally. So that's beautiful. And I'm really, I'm so grateful that we have gotten to this place where we're starting to like see like, oh, okay, this is the thing, or at least the next thing, right, that we can like dig down and unpack, next layer of the onion. Um, How else, if any, um, can we reduce the pressure that you've been putting on yourself? Um, I feel like, um, I feel like doing little bites of these things have been helpful. Meaning like I started, I started doing those like 30 minute workouts three times a week, like in the morning mm-hmm. and like for someone before, like I would do like, six times a day for an hour like it's like a little bite and it's just enough to like remind yourself to do it to get back into it like mm-hmm. this breathing this breathing thing maybe instead of doing like and you tell me I don't know how this breathing thing works but like instead of doing half hour sessions or whatever I was doing like can I just do five minutes of it a day instead of like making it a task yeah so okay perfect this is an amazing uh question because I think this is going to help you um, get out of your own way and a lot of other things too. So the goal for us is to find what your non-negotiables are, right? Because at the end of the day, like we don't live in a vacuum and there is so many variables, right? So like for me right now, I'll be honest, like I haven't worked out, um, like with intensity at all. And I haven't followed the structured 
workout program in about six months since like basically all of quarantine. Um, I have not had the energy. All I've done is showed up for myself in some movement practice. I have made sure I've gone for my walk. Like I need probably 8,000 steps in a day and I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that in where I live. And if I work out, that's a bonus, but it is not a requirement. And the breath that I do, I do two minutes in the morning and two minutes at night. That's it. Yeah, like that's like that's like doable, right? Like when I did thirty minutes on Monday, I was like, so that's a lot of fucking breath right off the bat. And I think that's the that's you, right? The all or nothing. Like, all right, we're gonna go for it. And thirty minutes doesn't seem that scary. Like it doesn't seem like that much until like life happens and you're like, I that just seems so overwhelming to even start. Then forget it, you know. Thirty minutes. I was like, yikes, you know, like, it was just, like, how much longer? And then you start thinking, yeah. like, how much longer I got to do this? And then the last thing I was thinking about was breathing. And then I'm like, you're just breathing regular, thinking about how yeah. you don't want to lay here. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Um, so, dude, I want you to think, any time you say the words, I have to, like, yeah. oh, I have to breathe. I want you to replace it with I get to. Always talking about this. Yeah, that, I always, I, yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to. You're choosing to. At any point, you literally don't have to. But when you feel like you have to, you don't want to. Yeah. No, you've, you've mentioned that before, and I kind of, like, is I mean, it's, it's, yeah, that's a good shift. Also, I, I noticed something that you said, too, was it need. Like, I need to fill in the blank. And that's an ego-based thing. That's like, if I don't do this, I'm going to be unlovable and die. At the core. <laughs> like, <laughs> at the, some Game of Thrones type shit. Like, yeah. Yep. So I want you to change it to I want to. Okay. I want to do breath work. I want to work out. I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Even in, like, work stuff, start just practicing that. Just seeing where it comes up where when you say need subconsciously, that's your body being like, if I don't do this, I'm not going to feel safe. And then that gives you that kind of fight or flight automatically. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay. That's a good reminder. So baby steps, something is better than nothing. Um, And maybe for you, your homework, um, the only thing that's required for you to like really do is to map out like what are your non-negotiables right now. And you can build, you can add the breath in, um, you can add in like any walking that you want to do, any movement that you want to do, um, vegetables, like what are the things that make you feel good and nourish you and fill up your cup? Yeah. Is it nesting? Is it reading a book? Is it talking to your boyfriend? Like what the, like, what the fuck is it um, that you need so that when you get to the end of the day, you're like, wow, that was a great day, right? Like I had connection and intimacy. I had great meals. I moved my body. I took a deep breath, I got my work done, I had purpose, and I did something for play, I did something for me, I fucking scrolled on my phone, or I watched CD, or whatever. Ah, look at that. And, like, no guilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that that all, that feels like an epic day, right? And it's, like, all yeah. in your control to, like, make all the conscious decisions to get yourself to however that day needs to feel. Maybe your day needs to be, I don't want to move, I want to just stay here and read mm-hmm. and save energy and 
and you know, and just kind of do it that way. Because I felt like I felt like I was, and we talked about this last week. Like I felt like I was subconsciously giving everyone my energy yeah. for like a month. Like yeah. I didn't notice it until last week when mm-hmm. my body was like, just like you're done. Like you, we got no more left to give. Like yeah. you're not. You're we're, we're I'm cleaning his apartment. I'm babysitting my sister's kids. You know, like I, I just like. That doing everything for everybody else, putting yourself last, and not like in this was this is the priority right now. This is my priority mm-hmm. is my body and my routine, and I want that to be painfully good immediately. But I can't get there if I'm not if I'm letting excuses come in to let other people infiltrate my time. Um, mm. Yeah. So, so I think it's yeah. like for you, what I'm hearing is like there's maybe a little. A little frustration, maybe even with yourself. Like, I can't believe I let myself, like, do that for so long. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And also, like, damn, damn it, I deserve this. Like, what have I been doing? Like, I've been letting people walk all over me. Like, no. <laughs> um, and and also, like, an excitement to be, like, I put my foot down. Like, I deserve this, and I am my priority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I felt that last week, and it didn't feel great. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I liked, at least this week, I made it kind of, what what do you need to serve you this week is an odd mm-hmm. way of saying it. But, um, you know, it kind of felt better to think in terms of, like, is this going to help you? Or and, and helping people is helping me. It makes you feel good, right? It's like an immediate it's like one of those, how do I, like, it's an immediate reaction. Like, I want, I'm a people pleaser. We've talked about it. Like, you want people to be happy and, mm-hmm. you know, you can immediately do that. But that's like saying, I'm going to do this all because it's easier than doing the hard work that I have to do on myself. Because it's easier to do that than breathe by yourself for 30 minutes and stare at the ceiling, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, the people pleaser tries to do things. Right. Yeah. And the the person, which is you, who is um, working on themselves and working in, in an internal place, all you have to do is be the things, right? And then you actually lift up those around you just by you being you, and just by you taking care of you, and just by you setting boundaries, and just by you nurturing yourself, right? Because people are gonna be like, "Huh, you're walking differently." you have a different energy about you, right? Like when they see you in person, right? Or or if you're on video calls or whatever, right? People in your life notice that. And that is just energy. It's yeah. you reclaiming your energy back. That's it. Yeah. No, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. I, I, I never really kind of felt the physical expression of that until last week when I was like, what is going on here? But like that, it's a very real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. Ah! Oh, oh. <laughs> now, now I'm turning red and I'm I'm flushed. And I'm doing my best work. Fight or flight. Breathe. <laughs> Four, five, three, two, one, go. Uh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man, this is this is so huge for you. How do you feel right now? Just kind of like as we zoom out from this conversation and take a look at everything that we just talked about from breath work to unlearning patterns to taking off the pressure and the hunger and non-negotiables. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel it feels good to kind of identify those things. I think, you know, now is kind of the, you know, the, there's, I think, how would I say this? Like, it, it, it's work to get there. It's work to find things to put in place. So now, like, this uphill battle of work is going to be the hardest part of, like, okay, you realize it, or are you going to realize it every time and not make differences or not make changes? Like, I think for me, it's it's, a, it's slightly daunting, um, but I think now it's at least attacking the right problem. Like, before it was, I have to lose 60 pounds in three days. Now it's like, okay, you have this long-term thing that's impeded your life and has been a factor for as long as you can remember. This work, if, if we work here, everything else kind of it's like a, a positive snowball, you know, like if you mm-hmm. fix, if you fix, if you work on finding ways to deal with this better then everything else falls in line. So it's kind of daunting because that's hard work because it's a lot of intangibles and it's a lot of, you know, it, it's almost easier to bake a diet, right? Cause you can make yeah. a list, make a meal prep, make it this, you can do, 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 do. You can't do, do, do the way you do yourself out of this one. Like you got to, Stack up, Sally, and be ready to do some breath work for as long as it takes. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost easy yeah. to work out for an hour. Of course it is, yeah. Because, like, yeah. that's a, for me, that's like a go do. Like, yep. shut up and just go eat this and go work out like this and be this. This is like, go sit with your feelings for an hour, and you're just like, oh, that don't feel like fun. <laughs> but, like, it, that's the only way out of this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better better myself, dude. And I think at the end of the day, um, you can't unknow this. Like once you know this, it doesn't, it doesn't like disappear. Right. And I think I want to make a really clear distinction in your mind just so that you can um, move forward feeling um, like having clarity on it all, because you've said the word fix a few times. Yeah. I try to take it back. It's okay. No, you don't have to take it back, but I want you to be aware that you're not broken. Like, there's nothing to be fixed. It's more that you have needs, and they just weren't being met. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, there's no checklist that's going to make this one (laughs) go away. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. This is is the work. (laughs) <laughs> and you know what it, it can feel daunting but I want to remind you that like you have permission to go at whatever pace that you need to go at for you given your current life circumstance like what you in what no way minute, what hmm? two minute breath stuff do you do like what how do you pick two minutes of breath work like what is that so mean? I've just been practicing the four seven eight in the morning I sit you do that for two on minutes. my butt yep and I just set a timer and I just go off and okay. I'll send you a, um, I'll send you a little video on it as well. Um, but it's really fucking powerful. Like I'll tell you, I, this morning I did it and my, the journaling that came up for me after was around um, manifesting um, like attracting money. Like, I, I've been playing with this because I've had such blocks around money in the past, and I've worked on my relationship with money a lot. I think I've told you this. And I was like, money comes easily to me. And the next thing I wrote was, it's, um, 
yeah, money comes easy to me, and then money comes in unexpected ways. And I kid you not, within I think it was like 20 minutes, I had three texts from three different people. One was for a dog sitting thing. One was for business coaching, and one was for I know something else. And they all popped up within the same five minute time frame. And it was like holy fuck, right? So. When you are open to receiving and you do that breath work and you get that extra shit energy out of you, that's what it's doing. It's getting rid of all that stale, stagnant, like crappy energy just chilling in your body. And it's basically igniting and lighting up the shit out of your brain and putting all those, all the good stuff up and up into your head. Then you basically become a magnet for what you want. So I'll send you a video that explains all this in more scientific terms, but the general principles are it works. <laughs> now, I don't know I, how, but it does. If I write down tomorrow that I want to manifest that six necklaces are going to show up, and then I go downstairs and I've already bought them, is that manifesting? <laughs> well, uh, I guess technically. <laughs> but <you're, laughs> we'll do a money we'll do a money mindset uh, episode <laughs> another time. <laughs> I just think like, oh, I want all these necklaces to come to me, but I've already paid for them, and they're already shipped out to me. Is that the same thing? (laughs) Well, at the end of the day, I want you to think about your body like that. So you've put in a request for the body you want, right? And we've basically, we're sweeping away all of the stuff. Like, we're moving out the trash, right? The trash stories, the trash beliefs, like all the old stale, stagnant stuff. We're moving it away so that you can welcome in the results. And you can just visualize that by being like, okay, imagine if you had a driveway and you you wanted to get to your house, but there was a bunch of fallen trees. You've got to pick up all the fallen trees before you can get to the end of the driveway. So we have been picking up all of these fallen trees, which are all the patterns and all the beliefs and all those things, so that you can get to the driveway. And then you can drive down the driveway. And the journey of you doing the actions – of mindful eating and like movement and whatever is the driveway. And when you get to the end of the driveway, that is the outcome. But we just focus on driving on the driveway right now, because if we just focus on the house, we won't be able to steer on the driveway that you're currently driving. Yeah. On. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It. It's a lot, but it's, it, it's, it's at least, you know, kind of, uh, it, at least it, it feels really worthy of it. I guess yeah. Right, yeah. So number one priority is just being more aware of hunger and food. That is number one. That's yeah. It. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Practice I'll do the breath work for two minutes. That's a super easy thing, and that's it. Like nothing else. Yeah, I was getting a little, and then I was gonna do like the six week course, and I'm like, that's a little bit biting off a little bit more than you know you're gonna chew. Yeah. Right now, you have me. We can work through that together. That is like a tool that you can have for the rest of your life, right? But like start with two minutes every day and prove to yourself that you can actually yeah, just yeah, do two minutes every day. Yeah, yeah. That's like, it's like, yeah. Like that's the that's the first commitment. The first commitment is getting yourself there. And if I can't, I mean, I will do it, but it, it needs to kind of be embedded already and then build upon from there. Exactly. Yeah. So I do minutes. sometimes just throw money at my problems. I'm like, I'll buy the six-week course. Like, like that's going to change anything just because I spent – three hundred dollars it was going to just be like in like in my brain by osmosis like oh cool like the gods will just put my breath work up there <laughs> i get it dude and now you're aware of that pattern you'd be like okay where am i doing that 
how can I spend money in a way that's actually going to serve necklaces? <laughs> All of the necklaces. <laughs> All the necklaces. All right, dude. Um, I hope this has been helpful. Do you feel good going into the next week? Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate your time. And I think that, um, you know, kind of using this as – I feel like long weekends always scared me because it was, like, such an ability to fuck it up and get off track. But, like, it's kind of more time to be – digging through some of this stuff so it feels like uh um you know what something that scared me before is kind of getting me energized which is also a good kind of um shift i guess yeah oh that's so beautiful well i'm excited for you um ping me in boxer let me know how you're doing uh, on monday or tuesday and then if you have any questions just let me know okay did you pick a name i was rolling with it last night Yes, so your tagline, 90 Day Problems But Food A1, is going to be uh, like a tagline of the course, but I'm going to call the course Tastes Like Freedom. I mean, I didn't give you that one, so I'm going to be a little less enthused. Just I know, I know. <laughs> I thought 40 ounces of water to freedom sounded good. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was pretty good. Well, but then it would be mistaken for, for like a water challenge, and then I was like, Oh God! You had so many good ones, though. So I was watching, I'm so I was stoked. watching Cobra Kai on Netflix, which is the it's like Karate Kid, but now they're adults. They did they made they made it into a a series. Oh no way! Yeah. So I was like watching them, and they were thinking of stuff, and I was just like in like this like sensei mindset of like I got this <laughs> one. Like, I was I was so into it. I can't even tell you. Well, I want you to take that sensei mindset and go apply it to everything we just chatted about because you're about to kick ash for the next month. <laughs> oh, you just put that back on me very quickly. I appreciate it. Ah, I got you, girl. <laughs> All, All right. right love, love you. you have an amazing All weekend. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am so excited that you were able to tune in and listen and carve out space. And I'm so grateful to you. I really hope that digging into the strategies to cope with anxiety and fear and overwhelm um, have really helped you start to understand where you may be operating in that autopilot and maybe where you have been using food to numb or cope or to deal and starting to create more mindfulness around the decisions that you make whether it's through breath work, right, or through just being still or through noticing, being aware. Awareness and mindfulness are truly the key to unlocking and empowering you to have a healthy relationship with food in your body. When we can slow down and really start to tap into these things, it's so beautiful what transpires. So I'm so, so, so grateful that you spent the time to be here. If this episode helped you, please screenshot it. Tag me on Instagram at Salty Lifts. I love hearing from you. I love knowing what you need, how I can support you, what episodes are the best so that I can keep making more of them. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I love you so much and I will catch you on next week's episode.